0: We should be returning a decision-making authority to the people who can exercise it well, who have the best judgment about it. That means that local citizens, parents, families should be the drivers.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Brandon Lewis, founder of the Tennessee Conservative. Today, I'm joined by Kathleen O'Toole, Assistant Provost for K-12 Education at Hillsdale College. Kathleen was the founding headmaster of Founders Classic Academy of Leander, a classical charter school serving 700 students in grades K-12, through and is taught at the college and high school levels. At multiple schools, Hillsdale College wants what every parent wants, not necessarily the government, but every parent, and that is for as many children in America to have access to a high-quality education as possible. Through the K-12 Education Office, Hillsdale College is partnering with American Classical Education to support the development of three new classical charter schools in Tennessee. Kathleen, welcome to the program.
0: Thanks for having me, Brandon. I'm happy to be here.
1: Well, excellent. For those who are subscribing, but aren't overly familiar with Hillsdale College, perhaps have heard the name and some of the broadcasts that they listen to or some of the conservative uh, talk shows they listen to, tell them about the organization and how it hopes to improve education in the volunteer state.
0: Well, uh, Hillsdale College is a college in, uh, in rural Michigan, Southern Michigan, We are 175 plus years old, I think we're at 177 now. So we've been around for a long time. Uh, For our purposes here, the the most important part about Hillsdale College is our K-12 education outreach. We provide curriculum, advice, and resources to people who want to bring excellent K-12 education to their communities. We teach people across the country how to start private and charter schools, And once those schools have started, we provide them with a curriculum for grades K through 12, teacher training, principal training, school board training, access to a network of educators across the country, all devoted to the same mission and lots of other things to help those schools be successful. We have a long track record at Hillsdale of working in K-12 education. We've been doing it for over 30 years and we've helped local communities start dozens of K-12 schools all over the place. Today, we're working with over 1,000 teachers across the country, over 14,000 students, all in Hillsdale-affiliated schools. Now, in Tennessee, we're working with an organization called American Classical Education. It's spearheading the effort to bring this Hillsdale Classical Education model to three communities, Rutherford, Madison, and Montgomery, Uh, and we're looking forward to bringing another high-quality option to the families in Tennessee, giving them an opportunity to consider it for their kids.
1: Well, I think that is a great idea. Um, As you know, Tennessee's government education system is not doing too hot. Uh, (laughs) Only about a third of our kids can read at grade level. Now, that's up from 25%. They were patting themselves on the back. Now, we're back to the old bad levels, Uh, and some schools have scores so low uh, that they can't even register. Like, you'll just see a little squiggly mark on the report. That's how bad it is. Uh, Recently, uh, Representative Mark White, who's the Republican chair of the Education uh, Committee, said he would do anything in his power to stop Hillsdale Educational Partnership in Tennessee because Larry Arnn of Hillsdale, in my opinion, made some very accurate although uncomfortable comments about the state of education, especially in Tennessee right now, I mean, the proof's in the pudding. And so what do you think about this? And it seems like people might care a little bit more about the politics and the optics than the results for the kids and the parents.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I think anyone interested in Dr. Orrin's comments should begin by looking at what he actually said in context. He was talking about the way that we train teachers in this country, he was talking about the education bureaucracy, and he was talking about the results that we see from those things together. Now you have called attention to some of those results. Uh, The story in Tennessee is not specific to Tennessee. Across the country, American students are underperforming in math and reading. Uh, and the the content that they that they're classicals or in, uh, in typical k-12 schools is not what it could be as a former school principal I know what the education bureaucracy does to teachers it makes teaching a frustrating profession because in it there's an increasing push for standardization uh, taking the responsibility of for the students success away from the teacher him or herself and putting it uh, trying to standardize everything, t- taking, taking authority of the teachers out of the classroom. Also, things are getting increasingly politicized in K-12 education. And the te- teachers that I know didn't sign up to be social engineers. They signed up for teaching because they learned some important and beautiful things in their own education. And they wanted to spend their lives showing those things to others. Now, if you look at the pandemic and the way that teaching has been going um, in, the, in the last 10, 20 years, you can see that we're, we're, we're seeing a mass exodus of teachers from public schooling. Um, many, for, many of, for many of them, from the teachers I know, the demands of teaching during COVID were the final nail in the coffin. They had already felt overworked, burdened by new curriculum initiative after new curriculum initiative, burdened by high stakes testing burdened by a politicized environment. And then COVID hits, and all of a sudden, they're supposed to do everything that they've been doing for their careers for their lives online, with zero notice. And, and then they're held accountable to these, these untenable standards. So of course, that's going to make a teacher even a really devoted teacher who's had success previously think about doing something else for a career. Now we know this because some of these teachers are attracted to Hillsdale schools and they're attracted to classical education because they know that in a in a classical school in a Hillsdale affiliated school they will have what they always wanted when they wanted to become a teacher the freedom to teach they know that in a Hillsdale school they're going to be treated with respect by parents treated by with respect by students because there's a culture of peace and order in these schools they know that they'll be given the authority to use their teacher's judgment in the classroom. In Hillsdale schools, teachers work with a tried and true curriculum, and they have security in their jobs. And so they're able to hone the craft of teaching, get better and better and better at working with this beautiful curriculum over time.
1: Well, that would be a refreshing change from what we have in Tennessee public schools. You know, uh, for my two children, I have one, three, and ten the school district is so unsafe. I lived in an urban environment. I've moved out in the country. We've decided to, to educate our children in a very uh, small Christian school where the tuition is half of what, um, of half of what the state of Tennessee spends. But the, the results are remarkable. Uh, it has very low bureaucracy, very little overhead. It's mainly just teachers in a classroom with a small group of kids, which is how education, in my opinion, has always worked best. And people like Mark White, who received the majority of their funding from the teachers' unions, Uh, And everybody that sits on that committee have killed multiple bills that would have given kids alternatives to get out of these failing schools. They even killed a bill this year, um, Ms. O'Toole, that would have given the kids in the bottom 10% a chance to get out. No, can't do it. Keep the kids trapped in there. We might lose a government job or two. Uh, All kinds of good uh, educational initiatives. All we know is that for the last 40 years, what we've tried doesn't work. It costs more and more money, and the scores go down and down. Uh, I grew up with a father that could not read or write, had never been to school. And we are graduating thousands and thousands of functionally illiterate children in Tennessee. And Mr. White uh, does not seem to care about this, but he does care about virtue signaling uh, to the folks that fund his campaign, as do a lot of others. And hopefully we'll see some shakeups in that committee uh, with the governor pushing Hillsdale and educational choice. Here at the Tennessee conservative, guys, we bring you news that no other organization will bring you. We are the only organization that covered anything on social media censorship. We're the only organization that is fighting in any significant way against illegal immigration in our state. We are one of the strongest advocates for school choice. We try our very best to keep Republicans honest on their campaign promises. And we try to fight against the corruption caused by left-leaning corporations in Nashville and the bureaucracy that government has created that works against your interests with taxpayer-funded lobbyists. The only way we can do this, and I kid you not, is with your support. Nobody else is going to do it. If you're waiting on somebody else to be conservative in your stead, that's how we got to the point we are, and that's why we have so few conservative media outlets. So when you go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support, and if you give any amount, we will send you this proud Tennessee conservative bumper sticker. We will also send you this Please Don't California My Tennessee bumper sticker. And we will send you a directory, and I hope this thing changes in the primary, of all our state Republicans, uh, both at the House and at the Senate level, so that when they try to do shenanigans, You can call them and tell them to stop, and when they try to do good things, you can ask them to go forward. And finally, if you get $50 or more, or a recurring donation of $10 or more, you'll get this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler. Now this tumbler was made from the melted down sword of Excalibur. It has magical properties. It will imbue you with superpowers. It will correct all of your vitamin uh, deficiencies. It also uh, cures most rheumatoid arthritis and um, if you were to, to take this, and if you were to put all the campaign promises in here that were made on the campaign trail, this also has like Wonder Woman's magic lasso, it has the ability to get truth out of people. If you put most Republicans' campaign promises in here, which would fill it up to the very brim, and you close the lids, and you wave your hand over it, and then you poured it out, you'd get about three drops of conservative policy. That is how magical this tumbler is, and it helps conservative messages and news get out there. Guys, I need your help. Go to tennesseeconservativenews.com slash support. I'll plainly tell you, last year we got our taxes back, I put 65 grand into this puppy. So when you say, well I don't have any money I can't give, I'm going to have to call BS on that. Get in the fight, give today, tennesseeconservativenews.com slash support, I can't do it without you. Don't wait for somebody else to do it because it ain't going to get done. For subscribers who are for school choice, who would like to see education improve with a partner like Hillsdale, uh, what should they do? Can you give them any action items that might help us in this situation to turn Tennessee schools around with alternatives like yours?
0: Well, I think the first thing is recognize something implicit in your your comments that you just made. Think about who are the people about a child's education. The, the way that factors in determining who that child will become for better or for worse, who should be making that decision? The people who know and love the child the most, which means the parents, the local community. And so we should be returning returning the decision-making authority to the people who can exercise it well who have the best judgment about it. That means that local citizens, parents, families should be the drivers. And if they don't feel like they're the drivers when it comes to their own child's education, they should remember it's okay for them to ask questions of the local school. They should be able to expect from the people who are making decisions about their children's education, especially at the legislative level, answers to their specific questions. What are you going to teach my child? How are you going to teach my child? How do you know that your way is going to be successful? What will happen if I, as the parent or the guardian or someone who just cares about what we're doing in our K-12 schools, what what will happen if I have an opinion or I have a question? If you send your child to a Hillsdale school and you ask those kinds of questions, you receive a prompt, eager, detailed and respectful answer because everyone who works in those schools knows that you the parent, you the local community member are invested and you must be invested in order for the work to be successful. I would, um, I would encourage parents, I would encourage the local community to remember the vital role that they play in this issue and not allow it to become something that's uh, where decisions are made at the very top.
1: Well, if you, if you go to one of the Tennessee public schools with a complaint, with a request for a change, they will sit you down in the principal office and they will have a hearing. It is perfunctory and it is meaningless and it is pointless and nothing will change. And that is what we have seen in schools throughout Tennessee. It continues to be the same government monopoly. uh, And parents like me can't even participate in the school system in good conscience uh, because we don't feel that we could send our kids to a school with high rates of teen pregnancy, violence, drug use, and low academic standards. Yet, school choice, uh, which was promised by our governor when he ran, is not a reality for hardly any kids in Tennessee right now. And that is a shame and I hope that it changes and I hope Hillsdale is a part of it. Uh, Kathleen, you've been very kind with your time. I'll give you the last word.
0: Uh, I just wanna say, Brandon, teachers are the heart of education. And for our education system to go well, that depends on us as a country training our teachers well and treating our teachers well.
1: Well, if somebody would like to find out more about Hillsdale, more about you, uh, more about the programs in Tennessee, where would they go?
0: You can visit us online, k12k12 uh, k-12 at at.hillsdale.edu. Uh, and any questions, k12 at hillsdale.edu.
1: Give that one more time.
0: Uh, k12.hillsdale.edu. Dot dot
1: All right. Well, Miss O'Toole, thank you for being here today. We wish you the very best. You have the uh, support of a lot of conservatives in Tennessee. Don't let the saber rattling from the rhinos scare anybody from Hillsdale School from coming on down to Tennessee. We need the help, and most importantly, our children deserve a better education. If you've enjoyed this interview, please do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com and subscribe to our free e-newsletter. You can also search for Tennessee Conservative anywhere you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star review. It does help. Until next time, I'm Brandon Lewis, signing off.